he flies it out in front of the beast. He gets another one. As Miller sends the gag on. Yes, he's in as well. We're starting to rattle home. Just the way they go. Hastily just kicking the back. Looking for Gamble. He's got another fall. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Team List Tuesday Nights. Another Newcastle Night Show, one of two that is completely live, raw, unedited, uncut. A show where you guys get to give us your thoughts, opinions, your rants, what you like, what you don't like. Joining me tonight, Sean. How you doing, brother? Good, mate. I'm good. I'm doing much better than our... Our, our co-star, Storky, who's stuck at home in isolation. COVID has hit the Storky home. So um, all of our thoughts are, thoughts are with, with Storky and the family at the moment, who's uh, sounds like they're doing it a bit tough. Yeah, just the uh, just the two of us trying to yep, just battle on. ship tonight. So bear with us while we miss our <laughs> third wheel Storky. But, um, Some now, could call him the star of the show. The star of the show, yeah, definitely, yep. definitely. Now, look, guys. We're here to talk about our round 12 clash against the Sharks, which kicks off at 3 p.m. this Saturday, which happens to be Indigenous round um, to a sellout crowd at, I'm assuming it's called CEX, Coffs International Stadium, Coffs mm. Harbour. Um, now, I've even put my weatherman hat on for this one. <laughs> Looked at the weather for, weather forecast. It by By all accounts, we have... On our hands, perfect, perfect weather for Saturday afternoon footy. So the question begs, mate, where are you going to be watching the game? And comment away if you where are you guys going to be watching the game? Mate, I'm I'm going to be there. I'm I'm road tripping up with um with Daniel from uh old old OG bench warmer, Dan. Um oh, me and him are, are road tripping up on Saturday. So anyone that's heading up there, let's um let's let's find a place, let's find a local watering hole. Get some drinks in us before and after the game, and mate, let's let's make a weekend of it, hey. But if you if, if you're not if you're not going up, um, and you're staying in Newcastle, great venue to go and watch the game is the Grain Store, massive TV, twenty one beers, go in there, have yourself a great time. If not, like I said, let's meet up in Coffs and and have an even better time. Sounds like a bloody plan to me, mate. But hey, look, um, what have I got here from one of the boys? Tim Wellard, thank you very much for the comment. Nice jersey, boys. Yep. Thank you for noticing, Tim. Now, <laughs> mate, I, uh, I put a post out a little while ago on everyone to, to pick their favourite Knights Indigenous jersey, but, mate, I fucking love this one. Um, I particularly That's like great. it. It's predominantly red. I like yeah. the Anzac was predominantly blue. Now we get a predominantly red jersey. Um, mate, there's some sensational Indigenous jerseys this year. Mm, there is, even the Sharks. The Sharks jersey, which we'll get a look at in a minute. Um, I, I actually didn't see it until I saw that team. Well. So, yeah, it, it looks really, really good. So It does. It does. Well, speaking of the Sharks, guys, uh, let's take a look at this week's team list. All right, guys. This week's matchup, comment away. Tell me what you do like, what you don't like, what you'd want changed, who you want admitted, who you want to see come in. Comment away. Let me know. So 
Let's break down the team list. Now, I believe for only the second time in a long time that I can remember, we got a completely unchanged 17. A little bit of a reshuffle. Often, does it? Doesn't happen often. No, mm. something us night supporters do not get to enjoy very often. But let's break it no. down, shall we? Look, completely unchanged back line with Lockie Miller, Dominic Young, Dan Gago, Bradman Best, and Greg Marzu. No surprises there whatsoever. In the halves, um, the fucking man himself, Kalen Ponga uh, mm. and Jackson Hastings. Um, up at the front, we have Daniel Saifidi, Phoenix Crossland, Jack Hetherington. Uh, one of the changes made this week. We'll see him start um, with Tyson Frizzell and Fitzy in the second row. Leo Thompson now has been in, pushed into the 13 jersey with Tyson Gamble, Jay Saf, Adam Elliott, and Matt Crocker to round out the interchange bench. Looking at our opposition, guys, uh, William Kennedy, Sione Katoa, Jesse Ramian, Connor Tracy, and Ronaldo Mulatano round out the Sharks' back line with Matty Moylan and Nico Hines in the halves. Oregon Confuci makes his return with Blake Braley and Royce Hunt in the front row. Britton Nierakore, uh, Tag Wilson, and Dale Finucane with Braden Trindle, Jack Williams, Wade Graham, and Thomas Hazelton off the bench. Mm. Um, I noticed. I noticed uh, Lucas has dropped off the bench for us. I don't know if he's um, picked up an injury anywhere uh, off the extended bench. I mean, oh, um, I, so I, I don't know if he's picked up an injury or whether that's to give him some game time in New South Wales. I, I, I don't know. Um, Comment away if anyone's heard of what's going on with with Dylan Lucas dropping off the extended bench because I can't find any information on any Knights pages as to why. That's happened, but yeah, he's he's off the extended bench. Which well, someone someone who's not happy, uh, Daniel. Thanks for the comment, Daniel. Don't like Ponga at six, mate. You're a hard man to please. My God, um, where, where do you want him? He was sensational last week, I thought. But hey, everyone's opinions are welcome here, brother. So, what have we got here? Connor Tracy is a danger. He is extremely yeah. um, underrated. Connor Tracy, um, filling in for the injured um, Talakai, who's a menace himself, but yeah, always, tears us apart usually. Always does a job, Connor mm. Tracy. So, um, yeah, one thing we failed to mention too uh, Adrian Lockie Miller playing against his old club in his yep. hometown this weekend. Oh, double. So, um, oh, I was, I was, was going to bring that up a little bit later on, but yep. Adrian took the words right out of your mouth, pal. He did. Um, but what do we think about what what do you what are you liking? What are you not liking? Um, um look, I, I I like this side. Um the only the only one that really jumps out at me is Jack Everington, but I I'm still under this impression that he's he's having horrible impact off the bench, so there's no point starting him on the bench because he's he's just having no impact off it anyway. So you might as well start him. And what did he play last week? 25 minutes or something and, and had about had about three runs. Uh, 23, um, 23 minutes, five hit-ups, five runs, 46 metres, 12 of those post-contact, one tackle yeah. break, two offloads, 11 tackles with zero misses. Yeah, so I wouldn't say he's, you know, setting the setting the world on fire. So for me, Heverington's starting is just as a, if anything, more of a, a lack of explosiveness and impact off the bench. So... Mm. Mate, that that's that's to me is the only weakness that I can see in this side. 
I must say, I was surprised when I did see that. I was like, oh, wow. Um, with that said, like, um, Leo probably hasn't been at his best. You know, the first few rounds, yeah. mate, he was on fire. Now, yep. look, for Dropped a 22-year-old, he's only played 26 games. It's to be expected. You know, he's still learning his craft. You know, these prop forwards certainly don't hit their prime till, till later in their career. So um, I'm not going to really knock a guy too much on that. Not that he's really done anything wrong, but... Yeah, he really did sort of uh, make an impact, didn't he? When he uh, even in that Maori All Star game, he was pretty fucking good too. So, yeah, um, mate, he's yeah. got it. He's got it in him, that's for sure. I tell you what, though, one thing I would like to see, um, I'd like to see Matt Crocker play some more minutes. Yes. Um, yeah. If there's he one, deserves to be playing more minutes. Hmm. Yeah. I, what was it? A few? I think it was the Parramatta game. He was the starting lock. Bag to try like within the first five minutes for that beautiful grubber kick from Jackson Hastings. So yeah, hasn't really put a foot wrong. Um, I think he's been outstanding, Matt. Um, very, very consistent player. Um, he is. Yeah. Both with and without the ball, he's been very, very good. So absolutely. Got a but, great offload. Um, great, great offload. Yes, great offload. Um, now let's break down this game, guys. How are we gonna win this game? And how are we going to lose it? Now, looking at the Sharks and Knights, last five games head-to-head, we had lost the last two outings against the Sharks, if anyone remember the last one being that horrible fucking last-round game that we played against them Mm. to finish off our abysmal season last year. However, Mm. apart from those back-to-back losses last year, we had the wood on them. We beat them four straight. So the previous two years before that, we had the wood on them. Um, So... Now, look, looking right ahead, looking at the Sharks defensively, um, their left edge, their left edge is bleeding, bleeding all their tries. Of the 32 tries they have conceded this year, 14 of those have come from the left. Um, that's Ronaldo Mulitano, Connor Tracy, and Tate Wilson's edge. Um, but coincidentally, that's where they're scoring their most tries too, which is something mm. we identified against the Titans, that right edge of ours of Dom, Gags and Tyson is gonna be have to be on point yeah. because um they are a team that's a little bit down on form, but I think they'll make us pay a lot more if we're not on our game. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, well, um, you know, I was I was looking at it before and um the the back three for Cronulla, they've just been running riot lately. They ran for 483 meters on the weekend. And that's a, that's a stat that terrifies me. When I look at our, our field position in our territory game, that, you know, we struggle to get out of our own end. And how many times have we put in a kick on the last tackle on our 40? If we're doing that and it's going straight to hands into these back three's hands, they're, they're just going to have that advantage all day of just easy meters from kick returns and then just having attack at the end of that set of six. To me, that's a big worry. So, mate, our line defense has vastly got to improve and just stop those, stop bleeding meters. It's number one for me is stop bleeding meters. Well, we did on the uh, on the Sunday show, we did say, look, as great as the win was, as great as it was, um, we still did bleed 26 points. Now, the Titans yep. are a very, very good attacking team, uh, much like the Sharks can be, probably, probably even better so. Um, but there were periods of that game where, Defensively, we we showed some intent. Uh, we actually attacked our defense. We we're hitting and sticking, which was promising. So, 
Yeah. We need to see more of that. If we're any chance of beating the Sharks or or trying to um, stop the flow of points from the Sharks, it's it has to be an area of our game because, you know. Yeah. And they're, um, they're leading the NRL in, in line breaks as well with 63. Um, and look, it's it's... It's not a big one, but they haven't lost at Coffs Harbour. They've played two games and they're they're two from two. Like that's that's not really going to matter in this one, but it's just mm. a mental advantage that they have coming into it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny you mentioned tackle breaks. Actually, it's funny you mentioned. So we're going against the team that has the most tackle breaks now. The top six tackle breaking players in the NRL, fifty percent of those are fucking Knights players. Lockie Miller right. sits at the very tippity top. With 73 tackle breaks. Then we got our boy Greg Marzu on 58 and Dane Gagai on 57. Now, the impressive thing is Greg Marzu has only played seven games, yet he's only one tackle break away from Latrell Mitchell, who's played 11. Um, Mate, if uh, Greg would be (laughs) by far the top if he had had played all 11 games thus far. Yep. Great statistic, isn't it? Um, it and is. both sides, both sides yeah. of the field too, with Dane and Greg. So, um, yeah, we might have a, a lot of tackle breaks on our hands on yeah, this game. Look, go, going back to Lockie Miller, um, he's had a lot of errors in his game in the in the last month or so. He made two on the weekend, and he's he's made nine errors in his last four starts. So, um, I'm really hoping Lockie can come out and just hold on to the ball. Um, I, I I would I wouldn't say he's I I feel like he's taken a bit of a back seat since Ponga's came in and kind of let Ponga do what he needs to do. So we haven't seen as much from Lockie, but I'd I'd like to see it a little more than. But it's 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 a it's a hard one, isn't it? Because you can say I'd like to see a little more from Lockie than what we're seeing at the moment. But at the same time, Ponga's picking up that slack, and you like mm-hmm. to see that as well. So it's a, it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? It is. It's a it's a weird jigsaw piece. Like when you, I think for a team that's looking at this spine and where we're sitting, I'm actually pretty impressed. I keep forgetting how little the spine has actually played together. And yeah, Miller was down last week. It, but yeah, I, I genuinely believe it's probably the return of KP. He's not having to, yeah, to make all those runs and trying to make all those plays. So hopefully those in count that the errors do come down because if we gift this Sharks team. Good field position, mate. They are going to make us fucking pay for it. Um, Absolutely, yeah. I, so, um, what 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 do you do? What do you, what are you expecting from Adam Elliott this week? I don't know if you can expect too much, can you? Second game. Look, like we said on the Sunday show, he hasn't done a lot wrong. No, um, he, didn't, he didn't do a lot wrong. He seven runs for thirty meters. Um, so in attack, he wasn't killing it, but he made he worked hard in defense, making. 31 tackles in the 35 was, minutes that he yeah. was on the field. He probably did more defense than he did attack. Yeah. Because um, one thing that we're going to definitely have to do, uh, we all know what a class player is Nico Hines is. We Absolutely. cannot give that man any space. Cannot yep. give him space. So um, I'm assuming Adam O'Brien will be having words with Adam Elliott and saying, "You, are, I don't care. I don't necessarily care if you miss the tackle. I just need you to pressure this man whether it's kick pressure, whatever it is, just fly out of the line and try and whack this bloke. Because yeah. I don't want him feeling confident when he gets the ball, he's going to have room to move. So line speed has been a – it's been a bane of our existence just 
season Absolutely. thus far. You, you talked about the meters conceded. And if you give someone like Nico room to move <laughs> room and to time move. to think, yeah, it's not going to end well for us. So I'm hoping someone like Adam can shore that up a bit. I know he came out um, yep. in an interview and said, look, he would like to add some starch in the middle. And I'm hoping that's probably an assignment Adam O'Brien has for him is just, yeah, make fucking Nico Hines' life hell. Yeah, um, and, and and another one that that I picked up on um, watching watching the Sharks on the weekend is is they came out of the blocks and they came out absolutely firing. And look, we're we're kind of a bit notorious for having slow starts, whether it's you know a slow start to the second half or the first half. We are we are known sometimes for not quite getting off the bus. So look, if if we don't turn up prepared for this game. I'm not saying it could be over quickly. I'm just saying, like, they could get out to a bit of a healthy oh, lead. If we have that same fucking start that we had last week, what was it, three errors in four minutes or something, yeah. mate, they've already put 10-plus points on us easily, easily. Um, cannot afford to get to a slow start. But um, No, not at all. Great comment here. Daniel Blocker, Shadbolt, thank you for the comment. Daniel, the Sharks are more clinical. We need to control our kicking game better and Absolutely. push up on Hines. Because yep. he will be looking for a blinder for New South Wales selection. Um, yeah, that goes back to what I was saying about their back three running so many meters. We our, our kicking game has to be in the corners, has to be away from them. They can't be catching the ball on the full on their twenty meter line and just mm. being allowed to to run twenty thirty meters. It, it, it's our, our kicking game is has to be completely different to what we've seen all year. We've we've seen very. Um, you know, I'll go back to everyone critiquing Mitchell Pierce on that midfield bomb. How much, how often are we seeing that from from Hastings this year? It's the same old midfield bomb that lands about twenty meters out and just puts them on the front foot. We have to, we have to change our kicking game this week, otherwise. Well, I'm hoping the injection of Phoenix Crossland. I really hope it's something. Yeah, Adam O'Brien talked about. Well, you, you saw it. You saw it with his um. 40-20, mate. Yeah. Even the kick that led up to the first Dom Young one. Um, you know, not to knock J- Jacko at all, but no, I, not, not I, at I, all. I, no. I personally believe last week was probably his best as a knight. Um, yeah. His attacking kicks in particular were fucking sensational. I know he, in the past they haven't been – they've been a little bit lackluster, whether they're catching on the full, not finding their mark or whatever. Um, yeah. Even repeat sets, but – um, yeah, I, I agree. I have, it's got to be on point this week. I have a feeling that Dominic Young could be in for a big game. Um, he scored nine tries in the last six games. So I, I feel like Jesus, what a stat! What a stat! I what feel like he's he's just on the on the verge of mate. I don't think he's far away from another another four try game. Um, I, I just feel Dominic Young could he, he could he could bust him open this week, and I'm really hoping that that he does. Well, Matt, Matty Crookle, uh, when are you lining up, Link? Um, <laughs> mate, if Dom Young gets injured, I'm actually, if I'm not the same height, I'm slightly taller than Dom Young. Yeah, so I'll I've got that. you covered, brother. Um, I'm always good for a hair-pulling penalty too, so I've got that up my sleeve as well. <laughs> hey? That is brilliant. I probably won't get the fucking penalty, but I'll have a ball cut this time for it. But, um, but, yeah, look, it's the old age. I know it sounds super boring, but these games against quality opposition, like the Sharks... They're a premiership threat. You know, they're, they're sitting in the top four with six wins and four losses. We're currently sitting 11th, four wins, one draw, um, five losses. They're absolutely a premiership threat. On their day, they can beat anybody, anybody. Absolutely. Points for days. Um, yeah. Earlier, they are a little bit down on form. Um, 
they didn't really put the sword to Manly. They sort of let Manly come back into it. And uh, what was it? Magic ran Dolphins just completely blew them off the park. But they've Smash had a couple them. of games. I think it was the Cowboys put 40 on them quite comfortably. Um, but, yeah, we've got to just complete high and and get that line speed. Um, I'm not going to be too disappointed if we lose this game, as long as I see that. You know, if, if it's we just the fundamentals, that, isn't it? It's, it's, it's it just is. line I know it speed. Sounds- it's it line sounds boring. It sounds boring. It's, it's all the boring things, but mate, it's the boring things that win you the close games. It is. It so is. It's, it's getting it's into the boring. grind. We know this team can do it. We know this team. We dragged Penrith into the fucking grittiest game I've seen yep. in a long time. Us play. So if we can put that same performance on, mate, there's. I'm very optimistic. We're a good chance to beat the Sharks because, yeah, like looking at their, they're, they're missing. So you can only beat what's in front of you, but. Uh, Toby Rudolph, Cameron McKinnis ruled out. Um, now, look, another one who might be a late inclusion, uh, Braden hamlin Um, He's coming back on the extended bench. All reports are he's, he's progressing quite well, so don't be surprised at all if we see him named. Um, but I, I think in the for- if we can win it up front in, in the forwards, I think we win the game. I think our back line yeah. can match any in the comp. Yeah. Um, and there's points for days. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. And if we can get another performance out of K- KP, like we saw on the weekend, um, yeah, and Sky Bradman Boy, keeps building, and and you know, like I just mentioned before, Dominic nine tries in six games, mate. If and 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 um, players like you know Kalen and Miller learn how to coexist and step up even more, mate. Our, oh, the combination backline, the backline can be dangerous. Well, it's funny you mention Bradman best. Um, he. Features in this week's key matchup against old mate Jesse. Hey, Jesse Ramian, comment away what you guys think of Jesse Ramian. I've never been a fan of Jesse Ramian, <laughs> never been a fan of him. Um, no, now, uh, looking at these two boys, they will be squaring up against each other with yep. um, Bramman Best being on the left and uh, Jesse Ramian on the right side. On the no. I'm confused. No, on their left. Sorry. On their right, he'll be defending on their right. Brad, yes, Bradman, correct. Bradman attacking oh left. Him defending right. Yeah. 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 Um, now look, breaking down the stats, guys. Uh, Bradman Best with the three tries this season. Jesse Ramian with five. Uh, Bradman Best with the 18 tackle breaks. Jesse Ramian got 22. Best with four mm. tackle breaks. With Jesse Ramian on four, also. So. Um, a real battle on our hands between these two. And I'd like to add, you know, it. this will be – we go into every statistic we can find. We try and dig out everything we can for you guys, and you're going to hear it here first. This will be the most consecutive games Bradman Best will play in the NRL. Previously, only up until one to, round 1 to 11 last year was his longest stint. He's matched that thus far. If he comes out in the field – Touch fucking wood. He doesn't injure himself coming off the bus or some shit. So I'll probably just yep. the poor bastard. Um, <laughs> he runs out in the field. That's his most consecutive games. And it's no coincidence we're starting to really see the best out of Bradman because he's getting consecutive football. He's not fucking injured every other week. So Yeah, which um, is what we've always said about Bradman. Mm. We've always said Bradman, because he, he is young, um, but yeah, he's just had a horrid run of injuries and – Mate, I've I've been waiting for the day that we get a full season out of him. So, fingers crossed. Touch wood. This might good, be the year. Good friend of the show, Justin, has Bradman still got the magic ink that he had from Bali last week? I hope so, brother. I, <laughs> I hope, hope so. so. Yeah. 
I want some of that magic ink. Um, whatever is in it, mate, is doing ma- is doing absolute magic. Yeah, I didn't get so, any magic stuff. I'll tell you that much. But yeah, great matchup. Um, Jesse Raymond, great one-on-one defender. Um, so hopefully Brady can get another double this week, but he's going to have his work cut out for him uh, marking up against this bloke. So yep. Jesse Ramian. Lockie just said that um, you've just put put the curse on Brad. I know. I shouldn't have fucking said. I should have brought that stat out on the Sunday show when he did play, but... We believe, guys. We believe in Bradman. Yep. Um, he's looking really fit too. I think it's something we spoke about even in the preseason. Um, might have dropped a little bit of bit of size, but mate, he's looking fucking great, Bradman. So um, yep. hopefully Unlike another big form. No, no, he couldn't fucking hold anything. That bloke, he couldn't <laughs> hold a fucking football that handles on it. Jesse, Ray. I loved, I loved your comment the other day on um the sharks, the sharks TikTok, um, yeah, whatever yeah. it was. Um, you know, he's there taking a, a selfie, and you're like. Just after this photo, he dropped the phone or whatever you say. <laughs> if he had a nice jersey on, he would have dropped the phone for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. No doubt. But, um, but yeah, guys, let's move right along to some predictions. Let's move along to our lock it in. All right. Time for some bold predictions, guys. I've seen some already, but please comment away. I want to hear results, anytime try scores, anything, anything. Whatever you can predict, I want to hear it. We want to see it. So, Sean, brother, kick it off. All right, What's... I'll kick it off. Um, I got two from – I got both my um, my bold predictions, my lock it in right last week. Um, look, I, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm not getting the second one right here, but I'm, I'm predicting that the Knights will make 40-plus tackle breaks. Uh, five of the 10 games this year and our last three in a row, we've had more than 40 tackle breaks. We averaged 38.8 a game. Damn. So I'm I'm predicting that that trend will continue and that we're going to make 40-plus tackle breaks on the weekend. Um, but look, unfortunately, I've I've got us losing a, a, a tight game. I, I, I don't want it to happen that way, but I I don't know. I've just, I just got a feeling that I'm making the long road – well, not long road trips, only about four hours to Coffs, I think. I just have a feeling that that four-hour drive home, I'm, I'm you know, going to be a bit more of a loser than I usually am. So, Well, mate, hey, look, not all losses are, are created equal. As long as you see a good performance. I know it sounds um, it sounds a bit dumb, but yeah, you don't mind lo- – that, that sounds wrong. I fucking hate losing, but <laughs> there I you go. hate losing more when you play like shit. If you give yourself a chance and they have a real good crack, especially against premiership contenders, um, mate, Sharks won the 12. I don't think there'd be many pundits who would have even thought in our wildest dreams before the season kicked off, we would be a chance to go one the 12 with the Sharks. So, yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. But I think mine is, I think mine's better, mate. I think mine is better. Um, Dane Gagai and Tyson Brazil, anytime try scorers, Tyson Brazil, uh, he's 50th, um, a, uh, what do they call it? A um, words have escaped me. A milestone game. A milestone game. That's what I was trying to think of. Yeah, milestone game for our boy um, Tyson Frizzell. Um, and gags. Yeah, look, tackle breaks for days. Um, I'm hoping he can get one. He's going to be wanting to try and keep that Origin jersey. So, and mate, I'm optimistic. I really am. I don't think anyone's given us any chance. I know the bookies haven't. I think they got us about three dollars fifty. 
Um, The Sharks have not been playing well. The Sharks haven't been. Um, So I think there is an upset, mate. There's always an upset in each round, and I think this one's it. I I really think that uh, we're a darn good chance of beating him. Um, I hope you guys agree with me. Comment away if you do not. But look, mate, I, I hope I hope you're right, and I hope I'm half right. I that that's 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 what I'm feeling right now. I hope you're completely right, and I hope I get the first one right. Um, if not, I'll take you know being completely wrong. I, I, I would rather. I'm not. I'm not sitting here hoping for a win. For no, a no, 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 that much. No. Yeah. Um, Damo Knights by six and Dom first try, mate. Loving that. Take, take that. Work for me. Yeah, uh, Justin, what do we got here? Lockie Miller to make all conversions and Knights to win by 12. You were heading down that path, weren't you? I remember when we were first kind of throwing around I our... said 80, 80% plus. Yeah. We kicked at 77% last week, so I think a little bit better. I don't, know the, better. I don't know what the win's going to be like at Coffs, but um, I yeah, hope so, mate. We suddenly the ocean, the so I don't know how protected that stadium is. I've, I've never been to the stadium, to be honest. But um, yeah, actually, you can't even really call it much of a stadium. It's pretty much just one, one, one grandstand, small one. What have we got here? Paul Reimer Hastings to set up first try for Ponga. Love it, mate. Love it. I've got a mate, Matthew Croucher, who will strongly disagree with you, but um, I'll take it. I think Hastings could have seven, seven uh, try assists in one game, and and Croucher would be sitting there going, "Oh, "Oh, he didn't even get one." Mate, he's, I'm really he's hoping. He's a Tiger supporter that was sad. He, he was secretly he sad is. to watch him go. He, he just won't won't admit it. Hurt people, hurt people, don't they? Um, <laughs> speaking of Jackson Hastings, too. Um, if for all of you guys who didn't see my post, he actually uh, he's very keen to come up to the bar, sink piss, and watch the Origin with me. So, yeah, um, I might, 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 might have to start selling Peace tickets out. to that one and maybe live stream the event. How good would that be? <laughs> Um, what have we got? Some other great ones here. Adrian, Daniel Safiti will run more than 150 metres and Leo Thompson will score his first try. Hope so, mate. Daniel Safiti, I think um, a little bit slept on. Run for 160 metres. I had him for 150 plus last week. Um, yeah, I thought he was great. And even his brother, um, Jacob, off the bench. I did have his stats here. What did he play? Um, run for 98, 98 metres in 50 minutes, which I thought was pretty good. Um, he's starting to find his... Feet again, JSF. So, Matty Crookle, Knights by eight. I'll take it, brother. Yeah, I'll take that. I think a lot of people think it was going to be a close one. Um, Yeah. I don't think there would be many people out there saying 13 plus for either side, surely. I'd love to know that's pain. Um, Joanne Miller, win or loss as long as we put in. Absolutely. As absolutely. Um, I will, I will go to bed. Not too angry if I see a good performance. As disappointing as a loss is, um, like the Panthers game, you know, you couldn't wipe the smile off my face. Anyone would think I we just won the fucking premiership. So <laughs> I'll take that. Um, Jason Hoy, thanks for the comment, pal. Crocker to score, Miller to convert more than 75%. I'm liking these. I think a lot of people are thinking the same wavelengths we are. Yeah. Uh, Carly, thanks for coming back, Carly. Seeing more and more of your comments. Yeah, I think Sports can beat them, but they have to play for it and each other. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, we yeah. know what they're capable of. We saw, we saw great passages of that defensive play. I was actually more excited to see us whacking blokes and that defensive intent than I more so was with the high scoring affair. Um, hey, have you noticed this year 
this year, um, going off the back of uh, Carly's question there, playing for each other, remember last year and and, and years in, uh, gone by where they've really, really pushed that old night saying, be the player that everyone wants to play with. Mm. We haven't heard that this year. But this year is the first time that they're doing it in a very, very, very long time. It's the first year in a long time where they're playing for the bloke standing beside them. Mm. And to me, that's awesome because we haven't had that drilled down our throats by the bloody media teams. They're just getting out there and doing it. It's it's bloody refreshing. I'm loving mm. it. Do as, I, do as I do as I do. Do as I do, not as I say. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, Lockie Tipper, put some money on this one, pal. You pay your fucking Holy mortgage shit. off of this one. Jace yeah. for a hat trick, my lord. I'll go halves in that one with you. Turn two dollars into a hundred thousand with that one, um, mate. I'll take it. A, a bench forward oh, in a hat trick. No worries. He's 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 even um, he's bettered that one as well. Jack Johns for four <laughs> tries as eighteenth man. <laughs> Incredible. Don't I don't want that. I don't want to see any injuries. But Jack Johns getting four tries. Um, yeah, you'll pay you'll pay them more than one house off with that one. Yep. Um, I saw another really good one here. I got distracted. This is what I'm some we haven't touched on a little bit. Ponga will set up Lockie for two tries, knights by two. Yeah, mm. it's it's a combination we really haven't seen flourish at the moment. Yeah. To be predicted. You know, we've only had the two 80-minute performances from Caleb Ponga at 5 but mm. man, there's gonna be there. I can just see now I can close my eyes and I can just see some beautiful, slick, silky plays from Caleb Ponga to a Lockie Miller running out the back and scoring some great tries. We're yet to see it. Yeah, but we're I don't yet think to see far. it because um, Miller doesn't really hang off Ponga much. Like if, if you're watching back play, I guess you see it more live than you will on the TV because it's fairly zoomed in most of the time. But a lot of the time, Miller's not hanging around the back of Ponga. So I, I don't know if that's something where they're not, they're not exploring that type of option or Pong is just there to feed the ball out wide or run it himself. Like maybe they're just doing that game plan more than having Lockie float around Ponga. I, I, I don't know, but yeah, I, I'm just not seeing it in back play at the moment. And it's something I'd like to see, because can you imagine the defense? The defense is in two minds when they've got Ponga running at them mm. anyway. So if you've got Ponga run, running at them and Miller's hanging a, you know, a meter or two back off his inside shoulder or something, you're sitting there thinking, fuck, what's Ponga going to do? He can either go go himself, throw it out wide, or he's got Lockie Miller here. Like, that, that's dangerous. I, I just haven't seen it. I haven't seen that building up in back play. Well, yeah. I, I still think a lot of people do not give enough credit to how young a spine this, like, is it in terms of Lockie Miller. How many, how many games of rugby league, yet alone first grade football, Lockie Miller's played? Yeah, Phoenix Crossland. Hasn't how many games? And games. Yeah, Phoenix Crossland. How many games as a as a hooker? Um, Jackson Hastings, new to the club. Yeah, um, Kalen Ponga. Sounds like he's still impacted with that injury too. He is. But I'm just. My point is, after mate, if we can keep this spine together, even for what, a, two months, two yeah. months, mate. Um, I'm really excited. What could build. If we're seeing yep. 46 points from a group of guys that have barely played any football together, some barely played that position full stop, barely been at the club, completely new combinations. Once this stuff starts to click, oh, my God, it'll be rugby yep. league porn. I can't wait to watch it. Um, Absolutely. But I think it's time for a little bit of Q&A, Sean. What do you reckon? 
Oh, I agree. Let's 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 go. All right, guys, it's that fun time of night where you guys can ask us literally anything, yeah, anything you like. What we Hopefully have it's breakfast. Not Whatever you What's like. Um, we have a few saved up from earlier on, so let's dive straight into it. Lockie Tipper, you're on fire tonight, brother. Do you prefer the ball-playing lock or the hard-running lock? Old school. Old school hard-running lock who would every now and then have a bit of a, a ball-playing. Let's let's go back to Billy Peden. To me, Billy Peden was the perfect lock. He was that hard-running. He wasn't, wasn't the biggest bloke. But mate, he ran hard, he tackled hard, and if you need him to throw a ball, he could throw it. And mate, that that ball would just usually confuse the shit out of most people because they'd be like, "What's a lock doing, doing, uh, doing this for?" Um, mate, I'll I'll take a hard running lock over a ball playing lock. But yeah, uh, I, I guess think the I, modern I game, think... the modern game is more leaning towards the ball playing lock. But I don't know. Yeah. Looking at the balance of our roster, I actually I agree with you. Um... I think that's probably what our team needs more of. But um, I feel like Adam Elliott maybe somewhere in between. Probably doesn't overplay his hand too much, but still hard-nosed, gets through the fucking rough shit, real competitor. Um, Another one, like as we were talking about prior to this young spine, Adam Elliott's another key piece to all this that has played, what, all of two games for us, so... Um, yeah, I tend to agree more so with you. Um, as exciting it is just to get the ball playing locks, uh, yeah. you know, your, your Cam Murray's and stuff like that. For this roster, I yeah, I think we need a, a little bit of the hard nose. I think that's yeah, super I, I, identity of our team a little bit is that gritty. I agree, tough, I agree yeah. with what you're saying. With I, I believe that's Elliot once he returns to a bit mm. more match fitness and, and gets yeah. his head back into the game. Becomes a maniac again. Yeah. Um, Blake O'Connor, thanks for returning. Blake, hey, boys, a bit left field, but the new circling around about Best and Safidi being shopped around any mail. Mm. Um, As far as I know, they're not being actively shopped around. It's all like, you know, you know, they're they're trying to push them out the door. They're listening to offers. So there is a little bit. It was more told if you you get a big offer and you're thinking about it, we're not going to get in your way. Like, it it doesn't sound like they're – we're shopping them around or we're trying to offload them. To me, it sounds more like a, well, look, if you want to go and test the waters, go and do it. And then if you want to leave, you can leave. We're not going to stand in your way. That's that's kind of just how I see it. But whether that's true or not, like it is, is coming from Sydney journalists yeah, um, who at the moment are probably trying to take some heat off the Paul Kent situation. So, so, so I don't know. I don't, I don't know whether you believe it or not. Yeah, I think I don't know. I always say with the smoke, there's fire. But mate, given their yeah. recent form, I'd be very, very surprised. Um, yeah, they'd be looking to get rid of, especially, especially Daniel, um, representative forwards, mate. Um, yeah, I, I would be very, very surprised if if that is the case. Um, <laughs> oh, Justin, Storky's in here. Storky, yeah. um, go, 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 Justin, and I'll bring Storky's up. He's been caught out. He's trying to have a sick day. Yeah. Um, Justin, what do you make of the fast that's unfolding at the Dragons this season with the coach being sacked today? Yeah. Um, I'm glad it's them and not fucking us. Yeah. Uh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, 
it's actually interesting. I listened to um, Willie Mason talk, and he, he had a good chat with some of the younger Dragons players, and it's it's a lesson for for Hook Griffin. Um, Hook is a very old school coach, and I think a lot of some of the guys can really get behind that, and they don't mind getting the tough criticism and and maybe get a kick up the ass or getting dropped. Um, but the younger generation of player doesn't necessarily um, bode well with that. And I think what the rhetoric is basically, I think Hook hasn't really evolved with the game and you've got these younger players, your, your Amones, your Lomaxes, and he's just not talking to them on their wavelength. You know, just dropping guys without really telling them or giving them a fucking good reason and just expecting them to somehow play better. Um, on the opposite of O'Brien, isn't it? O'Brien won't drop people. Mm. Well, you know, when when we're going through that that stage and players were just turning up and, and playing shit and everyone was like, why isn't he dropping people? It's kind of the opposite here in Newcastle, wasn't it? Mm. So, um, yeah, it sort of got the Tigers out of the headlines, hasn't it? Now the Dragons are squaring <laughs> yeah. the spotlight. But um, as yeah. long as we're not next. Re- reach out to a uh, to a Dragon supporter and do a welfare well, check. Yeah. Uh, Matt Stork, uh, first comment from Maddie. Oh, hang on, mate. We must have clicked on it at the same time. Uh, Matt Stork, is Matthew Johns the greatest player to ever pull on a Sharks jersey? Goes without saying, brother. Goes without saying. Um, yeah, I hope, I hope. I hope we have a performance against the Sharks like that game in 2002. Than yeah. What we did hey. in 2016 and they fucking thumped us 62-0. I was about to say funny story, but it wasn't really that funny. But um, back when um, Andrew and Matty squared off against each other at Marathon Stadium, I think it was at the time. Um, I was invited to the dressing sheds after the game. I can't remember why. What that game? Yeah, and I, I went oh. into the nights night sheds, and um, I'm you know there with all the players and stuff. And then they pulled me inside and they said, "All right, we'll take you into the Sharks dressing room." I went in there. And there was only one player. I went and got a signature off, and that was Maddie yeah, Johns. Yeah. And then I got the fuck out of there. I, could, I couldn't nice. even tell you who else was on the team. I was just like, "Oh, Maddie," and then fucking bang, how'd I go? It was uh. Yeah, it was an experience. Tell you that much. Uh, here we go. Here, Joanne Miller, good friend of the page. Good to see you here, yeah. Joanne. Yeah, how how is Origin selection going to affect the Knights? And let's hope Ponga isn't injured. Yes, let's hope that's the case. Um, as far as selections go, I think KP has basically taken that one jersey off Walsh, unless he has a diabolical game and somehow Walsh. Performs out of his skin. I think he's done enough in the past um, for the Maroons and, and Billy to to warrant his selection again. I'd like to see Frizzell picked, um, but there's a couple of head scratching selections from Freddie. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to get from from Freddie this year. Um, I don't think Freddie knows what you know Freddie's going to get most of the time. No. Um, and I, I saw something about uh, gags might be on the adder, which I found very, very surprising. Uh, the guy, I don't ever recall gags playing a bad game, unfortunately, for Queensland. The dude always Mate, turns he's, up. He's got to be a future Hall of Famer for Queensland, doesn't he? And Yeah, so I was very surprised with that. Yeah, I'd be, that's, that's I weird. would have thought he'd be a, a, a sure bet. Um, I think Absolutely. I was saying about picking um, Tabawai uh, Fado. I'm like, no way. Gags is... Um, Gags is always rock solid, unfortunately, for yeah. us supporters when it comes to origin. But um, I think it'd be KP, Gags, uh, possibly Frizzell. Unfortunately, 
I'd love to see both the Saifidis in the Origin talk, but form, yep. unfortunately, just hasn't been quite there. So um, let's hope they can get back to that point, eh? Uh, John McGrath, who do you think our biggest threat is against the Sharks? Ooh, um, definitely Nico Hines. I, 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 I just feel like he's that player that can, you know, create anything from nothing. So yeah. Oh, and he's gonna be he's gonna be one of the player to be skin. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, for me, it's Nico Hines. I know that probably sounds a bit generic, and oh, I'll just pick a half. But yeah, you, you can't go past Nico Hines. He's he's another another guy who slept on Royce Hunt. You saw Royce Hunt. Um, if they can try, they're going to try and square Royce up one on one with a player, pick him out. Probably, uh, I think he'll be on Jackson Hastings' side, um, mate. If you saw the try he scored, he absolutely just demolished um, Olukawatu like nothing. Mm-hmm. And he's probably the most informed back rower in the game. Just completely bulldozed the bloke. So, watch out for Royce Hunt. I think he's he's a little bit yeah. slept on. Um, well, yeah, a little bit that's that Will Kennedy, absolutely. Will one. Kennedy is very, very slept on. Um, yeah. Maybe not so much in, in, in actual scoring the points, but his pass selection, mate, out the yeah. back, they've got a very slick back line. Once that starts clicking, uh, Will Kennedy's one to watch. And I don't know how you try and shut down Will Kennedy. Um, <laughs> they've got their fair share of weapons, don't they? It's just whether or not that, that's clicking for them at the time. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, Mike Lewis. Maybe we should go after Ben Hunt when he asks <laughs> to leave the Dragons. Isn't there rumours he, he's thinking about going back up to back up the Broncos or something? Surely the Dolphins would throw the absolute fucking everything at him, right? You would surely, think so. surely. You would think so. They've missed out on every other half. He would be a player you would – yeah. Well, the yeah. Dragons did that. What What did they sign him up for six years or something? Everyone was – remember everyone six was – years for bagging the million dollars or something? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's going to be a fire sale out of the Dragons. I remember a few years ago when um, Zach Lomax toured Newcastle and there was a, a chance we might have got Zach. But mm. um, Jaden Sue is one that's been linked to us, which I find very, very weird. Um, we seem to have a lot of back rowers. Um, yeah, we do, don't we? We've got a lot of um, lot of back rowers linked to us at the moment. The other one too, a lot of people forget on? is Kai Pierce-Paul. Yeah, exactly. It's another one. Um, yeah, strange. I don't. I don't know if there's something we're not being told about. Uh, maybe someone moving on, but they shut down anything to do with uh, Fitzy. I think he was linked to old Willie Peters, and Willie's yeah, going. Right. I don't know. I think so. I don't know. It wouldn't be the first time a player or a coach has lied, would it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Lockie Tipper is Lockie Miller a smoky for an Origin wing spot? As much as I love it, brother, I. I personally can't see it. I don't think he's big enough. No, no. I think you've got to be a a, a bigger body. I think uh, Freddie loves, you know, your, your Tupos, your Addo cars, the bigger, your big ones, your meter eaters, I think. And like I was saying, he's had he's had nine errors in his last four games. Like, do you really want that? Do you really want those mm-hmm. errors in State of Origin footy? Yeah. Where it's, it's, it's faster, it's tougher. I'd, yeah, I, 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 I don't think so. I think I think if the, if he in a world where he played Origin, I think it'd be like a fourteen. I could see all these tired as forwards, busted. Mm. Twenty minutes to go, you chuck fucking Lockie Miller out there. I remember it was a talk 
a couple of years ago before Pappenhausen got injured. Everyone was super excited. We're finally going to get fucking Pappenhausen on the bench and just let him run loose like a Matty Bowen type. He would yeah. be he would be like the Blues Matty Bowen. Small, fast, um, good luck fucking trying to catch him when you've, you know, you've been tackling for an hour in the Origin Arena. Um, that would be my pick. Not a wing, would be a 14. I think yeah. it'd, be, it'd be fun to watch. Um, yeah, great. Paul Ryman, not a question, but what do you got here? Please talk about the director of football and your opinion. Uh, I'm assuming Peter Parr. I'm going to guess you're talking about Peter Parr. I'd say uh, so. Yep. Uh, opinion of Peter Parr, mate. Probably the greatest signing we have made in a decade. Uh, probably a little yep. bit premature, but, mate, the guy hasn't struck out once thus far. I'm loving every decision he's made. He's clearly having an impact. Yeah. We needed to sign the bloke fucking 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Um, Stuff that's happening off the field's being dealt with in a very different manner. Uh, on the field stuff, it's just, um, you know, we're starting to see our juniors play play grand final football again, you know, SG Ball and Harold Matz and uh, yeah, I, I think I think he's um I think he's doing doing wonders for Newcastle and um I hope he doesn't hope he doesn't leave. Just keep throwing money at him. Give him, mm. give him, um, give him a penthouse there at Honeysuckle, and and just let him, let him, um, have the key to the city. Basically, we don't want him to leave. That's my opinion on Peter Parr. Johnny Junior, thanks for the comment, brother. Uh, what chances has Fitzy got in terms of Origin? He's got what it takes. What do you guys think, mate? He's done it before. I think he's in fucking career best form. Um, we got Fitzy. Fitzy? Locky, Locky Fitz. Oh, Fitzy. Oh, I'm thinking yeah. Brazil. Oh, oh, no, that, I knew that's where you were going straight away. What an idiot. I take that back. Sorry, I completely butchered your question. Let me start that again, Johnny. What are the chances Fitzy uh, got in terms of origin? He's got what it takes. What do you guys think? I think a few years ago, maybe five or so years ago, 2018, he was a bit of a smoky. Yeah. He was a real smoky when he was coming off those lethal combos with yeah. um, KP. Um, unfortunately, yeah. it's just injury, form, He's been overlooked and, you know, uh, a selection headache for Freddie's always been. We had an abundance of back rowers to pick yeah. from. He does sort of have that origin those, role, doesn't those, he? Yeah, those back rowers are all game changers as well, whereas Lockie Fitz, when when he does have a good game, he's, um you know, gets the job done, but he's 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 not those, he's not, not, not you know, your standard origin back rower. So... Yeah, he's the most penalized player in the league. Comment away if you know. I remember seeing that somewhere, and there was another another incident. He sort of he's got one or two in him a game, and it sort of piggybacks the fucking team out of their half. It is a little bit annoying. I don't know if you picked up on that, but I'm sure I'm sure it was only a few weeks ago I saw he was one of the most penalized players um in the league. But uh Jason Hoy, thanks for the question, mate. Do you still think Braley is worth dropping? Yeah, I know. I know you had a little bit of uh, yeah. words to say on our boy. Braley. Yeah, I, I, I think he's worth dropping. Look, um, I, I think we've we've given Jaden Braley a, more than enough chances to to prove his fitness, and he just hasn't proved his fitness. It just he, his body keeps failing. Um, at a certain point, at a certain point, you've got to go. The NRL is a business. I've got to look after my business, and you, you, you're just injury prone. I've 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 got to go a, another direction. So, for me, I'm 
I'm I'm letting go of Jaden Braley. And... It's a little bit like Teddy, though. I keep going back to Teddy as a guy who had horrible, horrible, probably, believe it or not, worse injuries mm. than um, Braley had. Is it one of those things that's just a shit run of luck and then maybe I maybe don't... he comes good? Or is it just being the hooker position? You're going to be making a buttload of tackles and maybe he's just... I yeah. don't see the raps that Braley gets in general sometimes. I feel like Jaden Braley's um, ball speed is a bit slow out of dummy half. I feel like most of the time we're not on the front foot. Um, so, look, even even on his his good days, I think there's a lot better hookers out there. I still wish we took the younger younger brother. I still wish we took Blake. To be completely honest, um, I said that when when it was when he when we signed Braley that I wish we took Blake and um, yeah, it's still, still the same. I, I, I wish, wish we went down the, the path of the younger brother, but it is what it is. Unfortunately, Bruce Pickett. Uh, thanks for the question. Bruce is Newcastle go uh, going to go on a run now. Now, something I wanted to touch on the Knights have not had back to back victory since the opening rounds of last year. And historically, you need to have a winning record to be in the top eight. I know there's been the odd anomaly where I think last year or something or the year before the Titans had a losing record and somehow fucking got eighth. And then you can basically win or lose the same amount of games and just scrape in. I had I had a little look back historically over the years. But, yeah. mate, if we really want to push a case for the eight, we need to start stringing some wins together. We can't go win-loss, win-loss, win-loss. And Absolutely. Cross yeah. our fucking fingers. We really got to start stringing some games. And... I said a little while ago, um, I just have a feeling this team has it in them to go on a good run. I, I think, um, what have we got before the draw? I think after this game. Well, after this game, we got Manly at home. Which will. Which, they're going to have origin will. players picked apart. They're playing like shit. So we're going to so be we're gonna We're going we're gonna to smash Manly at home um, in two weeks' time on Sunday afternoon. And then we've, we've got the bye. So we've got guaranteed two points there. Then we've got the Broncos in Brisbane. That's obviously going to be be a tough game. Uh, Roosters at home, Panthers away, Bulldogs away, and then another bye. And then Tigers at home, Storm at home, Raiders away, Dolphins away, Bulldogs at home, Rabbitohs at home, Sharks at home, Dragons away to finish it off. We have a we have a decent bo- uh, decent mm-hmm. um, decent run there. That's yeah. there's. We we could have a, a lot higher winning percentage than we would losing percentage. Um, it's hard to be critical. Like I know in the start of the year, like what what we had the we had obviously the, the draw. We lost to the Cowboys by two points. We lost yeah. uh, the Penrith and Golden Point. Um, I'm trying to think of another real close one. I'm I'm, tr- I'm forgetting it. Obviously Parramatta and the Dolphins. You know uh, we got blown off the park, but you know games like this one. I feel like if we don't make the eight, are games that we let get away. These are the ones we. We should have iced, you know. I know every team's probably going to be saying that, but um, if we if we're going to seriously look at ourselves as a uh, a top eight side, we've mm. got to start going on, on a run. We can't just be going every other week and and hoping uh, hoping for the best. So I, I I do think so. I'm probably a little bit more optimistic than most. Um, yeah, yeah. I, we'll be sitting I, here I, Sunday and just <laughs> talking about an absolute thumping. I fucking hope I'm wrong, but um, I, I hope you're wrong too. I really mm. do. You better be wrong. Um, circling back to hookers, um, Lockie Tipper, who would uh, who would you look at to replace Braley? 
I'm assuming this year. I'm, not, I, I'm assuming your question means like to finish the like, year, yeah, or maybe because if it's now, I'm I'm finishing the year with Phoenix. Mm. I think Phoenix is doing a fantastic job. Um, yeah, I'm finishing the season with Phoenix. Value for money too. You got to remember value for money. You know, you mightn't yep. have the best hooker in the game. He might be a, a top five or a top eight hooker, but money you're paying him. Moneyball, brother. Moneyball. Doing a job. He's not costing Fantastic money. movie. If, if people out there haven't seen Moneyball with uh, Brad Pitt um, and what's he, what's his name? Um, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. Fantastic movie. About oh, I talked about it with my old man. He hadn't seen it. Fantastic. I couldn't believe it. I nearly fell off my chair. Uh, that, that and Draft Day are my two favorite sports movies. I think they're brilliant. Mm, yeah, both very, very good movies. Um, yeah. Um, I really, I, I don't know. I hope Crossland maybe a full year like this and if he just goes, you know what, I'm going to work my ass off to be a hooker. Who knows, mate? Who knows? Who knows? He, he could be starting is, hooker round one next year. Yeah. His defense is, he's, he's, he's got it in him. He's got it yeah. in him. We've seen enough to know there's something there. It's not like he's had a couple of weeks and he's fucking hopeless and we've got no other option. So you just keep putting him back in there. He's yeah. good. And I think there's more layers to his game as a hooker. Um, the kicking game being another thing, something we saw a little bit from Braley a couple of years ago that we just don't see anymore. So there's a lot more upside with Crossland, I think, long-term than possibly Braley. So who knows? Yeah. I'm rooting for the guy. I really hope that um, Absolutely. he Absolutely. can make the most of this. Like I think I mentioned it on Sunday that um, Danny, Danny Badiris was, um, was a half before he was a hooker. And we got Steve Walters to the club to basically mould him into that that hooker position, and look where Danny Badiris ended up. So mm. Phoenix could 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 do a Badiris and mm. could go from the halves into into dummy half. And mate, we got we got Badiris here. You never know. Badiris could be giving him some pointers on the side. You don't know. He could he could be the next Badiris for the Knights. Mm. Uh, Blake O'Connor. We need someone like Regan Campbell Gillard or Payne Hass. Um, yeah, it's something mate, we've been speaking of a little bit is the big, big, not your mobile front roll, like just a fucking big bastard. Yeah. Hard to put down, runs hard, you know. Um, just angry. Someone we, we saw it, we saw it on Sunday where those I can't remember who it was, but someone hit Hastings late, and then there was that bit of scuffle in the background. Not one forward ran over there and just grabbed someone around the collar and not one, not one forward was there defending, defending his halfback. You go back 20 years ago, mate, if, if someone did that to your halfback 20 years ago and that bloke's knocked out, but you'd have, you'd have a target on you for sure. You'd have a target on your back for the rest of the game, but we don't have any players that are those, just those rough nuts that, Oh, you did, did that to my halfback. Run at me. We're... Do you know a prop, a prop who's criminally underrated, I think, in the NRL? Um, Adam Fanil Blake. I think if Adam Absolutely. Blake plays, plays in a, for an Australian club or yeah. you know, somewhere in Sydney, um, he'd be someone like so like... he comes to Newcastle and gives us the fingers and shit. So that's yeah, why yeah, I, I like yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's an asshole, but he's like Tyson Gamble. Once he's in red and blue, mate, you'd fucking love him for life. But um, exactly, yeah, he'd be someone I'd be certainly looking for. Um, that sort of mold, I think that's. Yep. Something we're missing. I don't know. Um, haven't seen a lot of the, the, the great Dane. Um, our our mate we picked up from Norse. Right, uh, yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Maybe maybe that's you know a long term prospect, maybe something we see. I I don't know. Yep. Um, get in the sheds and slap him around a bit before the game 
go back, go. Who, what club was that? What club was? Ah, uh, that was old Western Suburbs with uh, Tommy it, yeah. yeah. They just stand in front of each other and just fucking slap shit what out a, of each other before a, running out. Let's bring that back. Um, I'll, I'll run into the sheds and just start slapping players before the game. I won't last long, but <laughs> Johnny Junior. Okay, man, I'm not going to butcher your, your second question, mate. Do you think that JSAF will be back in the Origin Arena come selection time? How do you guys rate him? I love his debut. Love to see him back. Um, unfortunately, he's missed way too much after that. What was mm. that suspension? The second round? What did he miss? Six, seven weeks or something? Huge, that. Yeah. huge chunk. Um, He's been good. Um, we probably haven't seen it being a bench forward and not having that massive, massive impact. He hasn't sort of had any sort of highlighty stuff, but he's getting through his work. You know, we're yeah. not looking at him going, he's looking lazy or he's, you know, he's he's, he's getting and bumped he, off tackles or anything like that. He, he's he's getting through the work. Yeah, and he he's looking like he wants to wants to make a difference. It's just not quite happening. And what I mean by that is he's he's obviously putting in the effort and it's showing, but. I think I think it will come. I think that I think that form will come back. Will it get him an origin spot? I don't think so. Maybe like a game three if there's injuries or something, and his mm. his form gets up there. But um, yeah, I can't I can't see him. It's a shame. Mate. Both brothers played so fucking well in Origin. I know everyone was just like, "What is Freddie thinking?" But um, I really hope for their sake, mate. They they're um, they were great representative forwards. They. Um, for so how many how many have they played each? Or oh, well, Jace has only played the one, but Daniel's what? How many has he played? Three, four? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Not, yeah. not many, but mate, he was he was excellent. So yeah, yeah, he did he did really well, especially in that one one series. I can't remember what it was. Was it 21? 20? 20? Yeah, I think it was twenty. No, was that the year that it was cancelled because of no, it was twenty one. Twenty horrible one when they fucking beat us when they Yeah. They have, yeah. Yep. Yeah, these Rona years have completely thrown me out. I know, right? I know. <laughs> we had the Rona years, and then we had the Spoon years before that, and then the yeah. Premiership years in front of us, mate. Yeah, exactly. Bring it back. Bring back. Well, I think that's a perfect note to end this week's show. Thank you, everybody who tuned in, and those yep. who came back from the Sunday show. Um, if you guys have been living under a rock, we are going live twice a week now. How good is that? Twice a week, just for you guys. Um, so we're going to preview the show tonight, Sunday night, win, lose, or draw. We're going to be back to break down the game. Very therapeutic. You can either bask in victory or come for a therapy session, <laughs> rant, throw it, whatever you want. Anything goes completely unedited, uncut, raw. So um, thank you again, Sean, for joining Thanks, us, mate. mate. Thank you. And thank you, Storky, out there. Um Hope, hope the family's doing well, mate, and you will get through this isolation hope, period. Hopefully the holy triumphant return, and it's the three of us again. But, um, yeah. Um, but, yeah, thank you for everyone who tuned in. Um, I will say if anyone would like to support the show, please follow us on all social platforms. Give us a five-star rating. It really does help. We are Absolutely. trying to build something very special for you guys. So the more views, watches, ratings, all that stuff, TikTok, Instagram, find us on all of those. We're everywhere. Uh, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. As I said, we're trying to build something very special for all night supporters, best supporters in rugby league. You guys deserve the best. That's what we want to give you guys. So huge thank you for tuning in again. Huge thank you to our sponsor, The Grain Store. Please support yep. our sponsors, guys. Without them, we can't do this. So, 
Exactly. Huge thank you to you guys. And we will be back on Sunday to talk about a humongous victory against the Sharks. Let's go. Brothers in arms, we're more than a team. And the heart of a say, we wear on our sleeves for the red and the blue. Till the end, we will fight. Sing along, live the Newcastle Knights. Long live the Newcastle Knights. Long live the Newcastle Knights for the red and the blue. Till the end we will fight, singing long live the Newcastle Knights.